Welcome to the United Cast, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for Man United. I'm your host Matthew and today I'm talking about Manchester United's 1-1 draw at home against Leicester in the Premier League. Um, so yeah, 1-1, uh, there's a lot of things to talk about. We're back with the United Cast, it's been about two and a half weeks, it feels like it's been about six months or something. But um, I would say it's good to be back, but I don't know that that's actually true. Um... And I think that these players felt that way today as well. I know that they've already been playing football because they've been on international duty. But I mean, like, you know, back in the United shirt and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I've I've missed football. I mean, sure, football's been on. I've not really watched the England games or anything. But um, it was strange because, like, got to half past four and I was like, oh, you know, team news. You know, we have that sort of initial build up of like, oh, McFred's playing and it's bad and... That kind of thing, and it's been two and a half weeks. Um, I'll be honest, I've enjoyed the two and a half weeks away from away from this. Not the podcast, I always enjoy doing the podcast. Um, but from watching bad football, it's, it's been a nice... Because sometimes you just need a bit of a break from something. And even if it's something you're supposed to enjoy, which I'm supposed to enjoy watching football. Um, and even when we're bad, it's interesting to analyse at least. But, um, you know, we got knocked out of Champions League two and a half weeks. I went and did loads of other things in that time. Um, But anyway, uh, yeah, we're back with the United cast. We've got... How many games have we actually got left? One... Give me one second here. Eight games left, uh, because we've played 30 games now. Um, I'll read out the situation with the league table in a minute. Um, So I thought we were really bad today. Yeah... Um, I don't think that that's going to really shock anybody. And kind of felt that these players, some of these players anyway, had just gotten to a point where they just seemed sort of checked out. And it was weird actually because... (sighs) Yeah, it was weird because the first half it felt like they were just whatever. Doing doing just just whatever. And then the last... 15 minutes especially the last five minutes we were really going for it like we were trying to score a last minute win and goal in a Champions League final and it was it was weird and we're sitting on you know that kind of edge of seat football where it's like oh you've got a minute left or you've got two minutes left then you've got a minute left then you've got 30 seconds left 10 seconds and then they decided to go for it so I think the mentality within this team is really strange at the moment um, for for an understandable reason, because if you look at this team at the moment, half of this team's going to go. I mean, Pogba's on his way out. We didn't have a striker today. That didn't help, admittedly, that we didn't have like a target man, a Cavani or Ronaldo. That, that certainly didn't help. But I feel like both us as the fans, and I certainly feel this way, and the players feel like, okay, yeah, we're only a couple of points behind Arsenal. We could get it, but it's going to be really hard. But then it's sort of like, we're all just look. I think we're all just looking towards the summer now and thinking, okay, some of these players are going to get cleared out. You know, some contracts are going to run out. You just let them go and you just move on. And then we get a new man. We got to get a new manager in, and hopefully a bit of a restart. And it feels like we're just waiting for that restart to happen. So this is going to be... Kind of, and I know we'll cover all the games to the end of the season. Um, you know. But, uh, 
it's strange because it's like you could really go for this in the last eight games. There's, there's a lot of points that are available. You certainly could still make top four, but it's almost like we're, we're not willing to sort of run past the people in front of us, you know. Um, and they were just, I don't know, the mentality was just very strange from this team and very annoying. But then we decided, like, last five minutes, oh, we can actually win this game, Let's let's try... Um, it's kind of a, it's just a frustrating time all around, I think, really. Um, and we're just waiting for waiting for the summer, really. Uh, that's my thoughts on the most of my thoughts on the game. There isn't, I mean, there's a few things to discuss. We'll do that in the when I get to the usual summary. There's not really anything for the first half. There never really is, is there? <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just time for that reset. It's just time for that refresher. Um, get to the summer, and just just kind of go from there. So. Um, there we go, but um, not enough fights, determination from the team, not enough work rate. And look, Leicester, speaking of you know Leicester for a minute, the opposition here, Leicester have had a very bad season. They're about 10th in the league. I don't know where they ju- whether they jumped any higher because of this draw. I- I'm not really sure. But um, they are 10th in the league. They haven't really got a lot to fight for. Um, and... I haven't watched like Leicester play. I've watched them in highlight videos of other teams and stuff. But it, it it's weird because Leicester played very very well. They completely outplayed us today, Leicester. Like let's not get anything wrong. They completely outplayed us at Old Trafford. But is that a combination of how we were performing or were they actually better than we expected? But then even this seat like they beat us earlier in the season, didn't they? The 4-2 win, I think. Um, they've beaten us a few times over the last couple of seasons. They're, they're kind of our bogey team in a way, but I don't know if it's. I think it's a combination of both them them realizing maybe because I've noticed that teams that do that a bit this season of like, oh, United were a bit worse than what we were expecting. Let's kind of go for it, and they start stringing some passes together, and we just fall flat when that happens. Um, but it's a combination of both of those things, I think, in terms of our performance being bad and them sort of realizing they could be a bit more up for it i don't know i don't know but um yeah there's a few surprising things to talk about so uh one of the other kind of notes um they had a player called harvey barnes this is just a bit of an example of leicester today i suppose i don't really know who harvey who harvey barnes is but when somebody like that is going to old trafford and is shining you just know something up, something's up, don't you? Like, yeah. Anyway, it's enough chat. Let's get into the uh, summary. Um, got nothing to talk about for the first half. There's three yellow cards. I don't remember what happened with any of them, but there we go. Uh, second half, um, we got an injury to Luke Shaw. Um, Luke Shaw did also get booked in the first half. I can't remember what it was for. I don't think it was anything significant, but there you go. Teller's being brought on. Forty-six minutes. Not a tactical change, obviously. One due to injury. Um, but that was that. Makes sense, obviously, bringing on Tellers for sure. Um, I suppose the first major talking point then we've got is McTominay, um, getting booked for a bad foul. Some people thought it was a red, some people didn't. Um, it just, I mean, I, I, cause I, I don't know... How worked up am I going to get between now and the end of the season? Because we've got like this, it's almost like an eight episode into the season. Um, well, nine if you include this game. 
And it's like, yeah, McTominay was rash again, you know, hot-headed again, didn't play well again, bad passing from him again, um, not good enough defensively again. Um, this is his way of trying to show his passion, I suppose. Um, so I, I'm not going to get myself worked up about it. I mean, I don't like McTominay anymore. Um, he's had a very bad season and he got himself, he got himself put for something really stupid again, you know, and I want the players to try hard and be, I want the players to be aggressive with tackles because it's a contact sport. We're not playing basketball here, you know, it's a contact sport. So I want the players to be aggressive and get stuck in, but I don't want our players to start fouling each other, you know, um, and this was just a stupid kind of foul. So, he got booked for that. I'm not going to get myself worked up about it, because why should I? Um, Then, uh, quite a smart decision from Ralph Ragnick. In the 50, what does that say? 55th minute, Rashford was brought on for McTominay. It's quite a surprising substitution, but one I was happy with. I was was curious to see, because I think Rashford was being played as a 9. Now, I was curious to see, okay, would we play better without McTominay? And we did once Matic came on. That was the important substitution after that. But Rashford, you then have a situation which is really interesting actually. Um, of McTominay not on the pitch. Fred basically in the middle. Because who else are you going to put there? And then Rashford up front. It's interesting. I don't know if it's good or bad. It's just interesting. And that's ki- that's going to kind of be the experiment over these next eight games. Is... We might not necessarily have something to play for, unless we try to get top four. But, um, because if you're a player at this point, and you're somebody like... Somebody like Rashford, somebody like McTominay, who are probably safe in this team. Whoever the new manager is, who's being talked to, whether it's going to be Poch or Ten Hag... Um, or the the coaches that are at the team already, or Ralph Ragnitz, who's going to be staying there, but he's going to be moved upstairs. Aren't you going to want to impress between now and the end of the season to kind of make your to to sort of put your foot forward and say like, here's me, this is why I should be playing next season. Shouldn't the players be wanting to do that? Um, because you might not have trophies to go out and win and fight for, but don't you want to fight for your place in the team? And there's a new manager coming in. Um. And they might be told certain things, but wouldn't you as a player want to be like, hey, new manager, you might not know much about me, I'm good because of this. And then you go and show them what you're good at. Um, Whatever that would particularly be. I'm I'm just saying, new manager, you want to impress the new manager that's coming in um, so that he will pick you, you know. it's It's just basic stuff. Um... But yeah, I'll get on to the player-specific conversations in the um, in the player ratings. But yeah, I thought that was actually quite an interesting sub. Um, and we are at a point in the season of just... Okay, let's just do some experimentation with this team. And just try different things and see what works. Um, I'm not saying something stupid like put McTominay up front or whatever. But, you know, just, just, just try some different tweaks and some different things. And McTominay plays all the time, so try playing without him. <laughs> I guess... Um, then they actually scored, uh, what was the goal, the Nacho goal, um, oh yes, the header, the header, yeah, um, do you know what I thought of immediately, as I saw this goal, I thought, it's another goal from across, 
I've said on so many episodes this season about how if not that I would participate in the conversation, but if a if a if a player on another team said to me, "Hey Matt, how how do we score against Man United?" I would say, "Get the ball down the wing and cross it in," because that's how we conceded most of our goals. I would say because the cross won't is unlikely to get stopped, and it's unlikely to get cleared. Most of the goals that we conceded over the last couple of seasons, actually, have been these types of crosses. Not necessarily crosses from corners, although we've let in some goals from corners, but crosses from the not even the sides. Crosses from like edge of the box, crosses from the sides as well, um, or balls just sort of dinked into the box. You know, cr- passing, crossing the ball into the box. We're very, very vulnerable at, at that. Um, and yeah, Madison. Cro- it says here, Madison assists, so he crossed it in. Anacho getting on the end of a header. And simply put, the low doesn't stop the cross. Neither does whoever else was there. I think Fred was maybe there. Um, Maguire Varane can't get near it. Tellers is the one who's supposed to be marking Anacho. He's the one who's closest to Anacho. And ball gets planted, you know, for him on his head. And uh, he's able to just nod it into the back of the goal. Um, De Gea almost getting his hand on it. Um, you can't rely on him on him for everything, but yeah, I I I didn't really. I mean, I got a bit annoyed when they scored because I was like, oh, it's one nil, you know. But I wasn't surprised because every time a team crosses the ball against in against us, I'm like, oh, this might be a goal. Um, and I wasn't surprised. So yeah. Uh, then they made some substitutions, and then Fred scored shortly after. Um, it was uh, it's a pretty decent goal actually. Fred sort of does a little flick over to Bruno. He makes his way around the defender, gets a shot off. Schmeichel, not not Peter Schmeichel, obviously Kasper Schmeichel, um, spills the shot and it falls to Fred, who makes the run into the box. Um, Fred oddly scores these types of goals sometimes, even though he's like a defensive-ish centre midfielder. Um, because Fred's a bit of like a hybrid of a player. Um, it's a well taken goal. Um, you know, Bruno was sort of playing up front today, sort of. Um and there's a few things that happen here, you know, if Fred doesn't get the ball to Bruno, if Bruno doesn't go around the player, or if Bruno doesn't get the shot on target, if Fred doesn't make the run to get into the position, then if, if one of those things don't happen then we don't score the goal. So it's a good goal. Um you know, good kinda, you know, tap ins are tap ins, but you've got to be in the right place at the right time. Fred made sure he was there. Um, and he, he scored the goal. So, a decent little goal from, from Fred. Because, um, you know, Fred doesn't make the run. Schmeichel spills it. A Leicester player might get there and, and clear the ball. You never know. So, that was their goal. Good stuff. Um, then Matic came on for Pogba. Interesting sub. Uh, so, obviously, with a holding player on the pitch. Pogba getting subbed off. Probably will be the last time that Pogba plays against Leicester for Manchester United. Probably. Not that that's a really big deal, but I'm just, you know, I thought of that when he came off the pitch. Uh, so that happened. Uh, Matic immediately just changed the game. Then they had a disallowed goal. It was uh, Madison that actually scored, but um, I can't remember which player it was. No, it was Inacio, wasn't it? Um, swiped Varane's leg away. Um, kind of a bit of a complicated thing, I mean they initially gave the goal obviously, and then they went to VAR ruled it out fairly quickly um it's awkward for either player in that situation because you could 
very well have it the other way around where Varane accidentally steps on Inacio's foot and you get a foul or maybe even a penalty. Um, but yeah, then the ball got passed round to Madison and he scored, but obviously it didn't count. I didn't think it was a foul initially, but then they showed a angle, a slowed down angle, which was from the back of Varane. And you can see that Inacio, not on purpose, obviously, it's a it's a scuffle between the two of them, right? Um, there's there's four legs involved in a ball, you know. There's going to be a lot of things going on. But um, then you realise, kind of by accident, but it's still a foul. And Nacho sort of puts his foot on uh, Varane's leg and actually swipes it away. So that is that is uh, actually a foul. Um, but initially I didn't think so. I was like, oh, it's just the two of them uh, had a bit of a scrap and Varane didn't win it. Um, so... Yeah, um, so I, I guess on the two controversial points, should McTominay have been sent off? Because uh, the two controversial points are McTominay's yellow card and the disallowed goal here. Um, McTominay should possibly have been sent off. But um, the goal should have been disallowed, yeah, because it was, it was a foul. So that's kind of where I stand with those two things I suppose so and then the game pretty much ended there they made some late substitutions um not much happened with that uh we'll say Matic was very good when he came on uh it's a shame he didn't start but I the, the only the only little kind of not excuse but note I'm gonna give is we did seem to struggle today without a striker that is understandable it's not an excuse still but it's the one kind of thing where you think like, okay, without with looking at it at it realistically and without giving excuses, what possible reasons didn't we win the game? And we didn't really have a target man, and we're not obviously used to that. We don't, you know, Man City don't play the striker. We're not used to playing like that. Um, so that's the only thing I can think of is like, hey, if we had a target man, some of the crosses might have worked out better. But um, it is what it is. So anyway, um. Yeah, that's it for the summary and everything. Um, let's take a quick break. And then we'll do some housekeeping. And then we'll get into player ratings. See you for that in a minute. Hi there, and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links. The first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra you can find the link to our amazon affiliate link in your show notes the second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link if you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes they also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well so if you need help with getting set up Kualu will be able to help you with that as well the links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts 
You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month, so one TV show or film review per month it's up to you which one you want to choose we will watch a few episodes of the tv show that you choose or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month and then when it gets to the next month you can request a new tv show or a film review of your choice that's three dollar level tier that does also of course include your ad free podcasts for the month as well thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show Alright, so recently on Entertainment Talk, a couple of uh, podcasts to mention that I've done recently. Uh, One is called Why Phase 4 of the MCU, so the Marvel Cinematic Universe, is the best one so far. Because obviously it's not completed yet, but we're in the process of going through Phase 4. Just an opinion piece about, you know, the content we've had so far in the MCU. uh, Why I've been so kind of impressed by it and everything. And the reasons as to why. There's about three or four different reasons. But uh, I've really, really enjoyed what the MCU's done so far. I think it's been different and interesting. um, And interesting way to keep things fresh after 10 plus years. So there's my podcast on that. Over on the chat podcast, I I had a really mixed episode this week actually. I kind of combined a bit of film and TV talk into it. Um, So take that for what you will. But over on the chat podcast for this month, I talked about how Entertainment Talk did for the month of March 2022, which is the month that's just gone. Talked a bit about COVID, just some updates and my thoughts recently on some things. I've not talked about COVID for a while, so I thought it was time to do an update conversation. Then I took a quite long but interesting uh, political compass test. Um, answered various different questions and scenarios and that sort of thing. That was really, really interesting to do. That did take up the bulk of the episode, but I talked about that. I also talked about the situation ongoing with Ezra Miller as well, and I talked about my spoiler-free impressions slash review for the first episode of Moon Knight, because I'd just watched it before I recorded the episode, so it would have been weird if I watched a Marvel TV show, turned on the microphone and talked about something else. So I just thought I'd just slide that in there, but it's a chat podcast, so... And it's my podcast and I can do what I want with it. So um, you can get all that quite a bit there on that episode. Um, Over on the Walking Dead podcast, we're up to season 11. I almost said season 1. Season 11, episode 14. And we've got two episodes left for the B second side thing of the 11th season. I did a couple of film reviews recently. Quite a lot of film reviews actually. Uh, One was called Deep Water, which stars Ben Affleck and Anna Diarmas. You can find it on Hulu in the US and Amazon Prime through subscription. In the UK, I gave it a must-see rating. I really, really enjoyed that. And that's a spoiler-free and spoiler-split podcast. Spoiler-free for the first half, obviously. So you can check that out. Uh, Over on the gaming talk side of things, we talked about some CD Projekt Red updates. They've announced a new Witcher game. Some very interesting little tidbits and details for that. Very, very early yet, but um, they did announce that they're doing a new Witcher game. And talked about some Cyberpunk updates as well. They snuck in a little bit of information that there's still an expansion coming out for the game and some differences between the different engines that they're going to use for both of those games and we talked about our predictions for sony's announcement for project spartacus which has been revealed now Uh, it's basically going to be the uh, ps plus extension thing i will be talking about that the actual results of that tomorrow so i look out for that did a must-see review for servant season three it's apple tv plus's um horror thriller show and i called it tv's best horror slash thriller show it's my review for the third season of servant first half of that episode 
is spoiler free. Did a possible skip review for Horizon Forbidden West, which is the newest game from Guerrilla and obviously published by PlayStation from the Horizon franchise. Gave that a possible skip rating. Um, did another podcast called Why It Doesn't Make Sense to Boycott Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, of course, the new game revealed um, revealed a while ago, but recently shown off again from uh, that team over there. So I talked about that. And I did another podcast called uh, Call of Duty, How Activision Almost Killed Their Cash Cow. And that is a very long list of content, but you can find all that that we've been doing recently on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms. Okay, uh, alright, let's get into player ratings. Um, I think De Gea is my man of the match. I think I'm going to give him an 8. Would have given him a bit of a higher score. He could possibly have made that save. Um, but there was another shot just before. I think it was when it was 1-1. Uh, I can't remember exactly when it was. But there was another shot that they took when it was 1-1. And, you know, if the head doesn't save it, we go 2-1 down. Moments change games. Um, so, yeah. Going to give the hair my man of the match with, with an 8, I think. So, there we go. Uh, Delo. I'm never sure what to give fullbacks. I'm not very good at judging fullbacks, maybe. <laughs> But uh, I think I'll give Delo an average 6. I thought he got forward alright. Defensively, some question marks there still. I mean, there's question marks kind of over everybody in this game, really. But uh, I'm going to give Delo an average 6. Maguire, I'm going to give him a 5. I actually thought in an attacking sense, could have done a bit better from the multiple corners that we had. Um, He did get, I I think he got two headers off. You know, but, um, because there was one he had right at the end, he should have possibly angled better, but defensively, not as bad as he has been, not as good as he should be, um, and something I forgot to mention with the, with the, uh, disallowed goal, actually, so Inaccio and Varane are kind of battling out for the ball, he takes his leg away, the ball gets passed to Madison, I don't know, don't know if some of you noticed, because I didn't kind of notice until the replays. Maguire just kind of falls over. Because Maguire is next, is right next to Varane and Inaccio. When they're dueling it out for the ball. Maguire just kind of falls over. And it's like. If Maguire had done more. He could have. But I mean no, no the goal didn't count. But yeah. Um, I'm going to give him a 5. I don't think it was his worst game. He's had much, much, much worse games than this, but um, just not, eh, whatever, you know, give him a five. Um, Varane kind of saved us with the goal, if you want to look at it that way. He got fouled. Um, I'll give him an average six. I, I don't think he did anything special, but kind of an average game. Luke Shaw, I don't know what to give Shaw, actually, because he came off. He only played half of the game. I guess I'll give him an average six as well. Um, although there was a few times he was out of position on the left on his left hand side, so I'll give him a five, I think. Um, Fred, I was going to give him a six or a seven. Um, and why I was going to do that is because he did take the goal really well, and it was a good bit of movement and whatnot, but still not a great game from him. So I think I'll give him a six. Um, McTominay. So who who is our worst player? I think our worst player was maybe McTominay or Maguire, but McTominay made more mistakes than Maguire. Well, sort of. Um, I think I'd give McTominay 
a four because he annoyed me. Um, yeah, I'll give him a four, I think. He didn't really do anything great either. So, yeah. Um, let's go from how this is listed here. So, Elanga on the right. Let's just take that for what it is. Obviously, the, the front four were, like, kind of rotating and stuff. So, let's just start with Elanga. Um, and look, you know, I'm very capable of saying some of my more favourite players. So, out of this team, my favourite players, Rashford, you know, Sancho. I like Pogba. I like Alanga. Um, I don't think Alanga had a great game today. You know, I'm not one for doing favoritism and stuff. Um, I think I'll give, I think I'll give him a five as well. There was a lot of mistakes that he did actually make, um, and too many. I know a lot of people kind of give him the excuse, and I I have a few times of like you know he's young and he's developing, but there were a few passes in the attack in those last sort of twenty twenty five minutes where. If he'd have just got some of his passes right, I'm not saying it would have led to a goal, but it would have furthered the play. Because there was a few points where he kind of accidentally fouled Rashford as he was about to shoot. Um, there was a bit on near the end of the game where Alanga had the ball on the left-hand side. Rashford was right next to him. He didn't manage to get the pass off. So there were a few too many of those moments, I think. And moments can obviously change games. Uh, so I think I'll give him a 5 as well. Um, I'm giving out a lot of 5s basically today. So just a lot of below average kind of performances. Um, Pogba. Um, I'm sort of trying to read Pogba's body language in this game. And like as I sort of said at the start. I think some of the fans have mentally checked out. In terms of just hey let's just start again next season. I think some of the players have. And I don't really blame Pogba. I, I think he's probably thinking about like. I just want to get out of here kind of thing. And I can't blame him, really. Um, so I'm just going to give him a five as well. But I, I thought it was all right at, at certain points. But um, yeah, we just need to finish these last few games. Sancho, again, Sancho, one of my favourite players. I think he's our most informed player at the moment. Barring, you know, Ronaldo's Tottenham performance. And whenever De Gea has a blinder of a game. Um... Probably give Sancho a five as well. I know, I know I'm giving out a lot of the same scores, but everyone was kind of just the same eh performance. Like there was a lot of sloppy passes today, but I don't I don't think that many of the players, apart from a few of them, were like terrible. So five is kind of marked as below average, I think. So that's how most of the team performed. Um, yeah, so I give him a five. I'm gonna give Bruno the same thing as well. Um, Bruno just again today. He's got a because he's just signed a four-year contract. I think. I think his contract now runs out in 2027. I don't know why that needed to happen, but I suppose it's preserving your assets or I don't know something like that. Um, he's got to cut out the Hollywood passes. He's he's really got to cut it out. And sometimes when those passes work, it's it's brilliant. It's great, but. I think I think we need to get a coach in there who's going to be like, look, Bruno, very talented. You've just signed a big contract, obviously. I think he's got to calm his game down a little bit. He he, he plays very erratically certain at certain points, um, Bruno. And he, he he's just got to. I think if he just calms down a bit and just at times, because I I always talk about you know with 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 the general football. Try not to take too long on the ball. Try to be, you know, a quick pass and move. 
I think he tries to rush his football too much sometimes. Like he gets the ball and he's like, oh, I've immediately, I've immediately got to pass it somewhere. And maybe he doesn't look around enough. I think he maybe looks at the first one or two people he sees and he's like, got to get the ball to them as soon as possible. Got to do it now. And like he doesn't do it every single time, but he does it too much. I think he's just got to calm things down a little bit because... And you, you've seen in the last five to ten games maybe how frustrated he's been getting like you know when free kicks get given away or when he when somebody plays a bad pass to him or he plays a bad pass and he gets really frustrated with himself I think just the sentiment with Bruno is there just just to calm down I think you're a great you're a great player there's nothing wrong with Bruno's ability um I think it's the way he's going about playing football uh I'm not trying to defend him or I'm not trying to you know whatever I'm just trying to look at the, the way he's playing football um there's a couple of other players that maybe do it. Alanga does it a couple of times. Obviously, he is young and developing, so he will be doing that sometimes. And Alanga might be thinking, like, oh, I've got to impress and that kind of thing, possibly. But, um, yeah, just got to calm down a bit. Uh, just I moved off Sancho a bit too quickly there. Just going back to Sancho for a minute. Um, I don't know. I mean, he's only been kind of meh for, like, two games. I think this one and the Atletico Madrid game. Um, I, I I don't know. He, he seems a bit off the pace for for the last couple of games, but he's been so 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 good before that that I don't know. Sometimes players just drop off for that. I don't have the answer for everything, so there you go. Anyway, uh, let's move on to the bench. Um, just to read out who was on the bench, by the way, which I believe they're changing the rules next season. I don't know why. <laughs> Stupid rules. Uh, so on the bench... Uh, oh, we only had one goalkeeper on the bench today. So it's, it's, it's a relief. Uh, so we had Dean Anderson, Phil Jones, Victor Lindelof, Jesse Lingard, Juan Mata, Nemanja Matic, Marcus Rashford, Alex Tellez and Aaron Wambasaka. And the subs that we used were Matic, Rashford and Tellez. Tellez obviously for the injury. Uh, Rashford to play up front and Matic came on for Pogba. I think Matic had a good game. I think Matic was maybe our second best player today after De Gea. Um, I would probably give Matic like a 7 or an 8 out of 10. I'm going to go with an 8. Um, gave the ball away a couple of times. But he he's just got this essence of giving the game control in the midfield. And one of this team's biggest problem, if not the biggest problem, we do not control the midfield in games. We didn't do it today. We don't really do it against anybody. Um, whether it's Atletico Madrid, Watford, Brighton... Middlesbrough, you name any team that we've played against this season, you know, um, unless maybe Leeds, Leeds are a bit of a different kind of team, um, we don't tend to control the game in midfield, but when Matic comes on or, and or he starts, he tends to really, really help with that a lot, um, he's probably our best central midfield player at the moment, just, just because of the form and the control that he gives the midfield, so I thought it was really good. Um, when he was brought on, just a shame that his legs are going. You know that he's like thirty-three or whatever. So, um, yeah, th- this team def- desperately needs a Matic of like five years ago. That w- that would legitimately solve a lot of our problems. So instead of playing McTominay there, <laughs> it's I think I spoke about this in a on a game before. The light and day difference between having McTominay there as a six and Matic is just. It's it's completely night and day, um, 
yeah. Anyway, um, Rashford. I thought Rashford was a bit better when he came on. A bit better than usual. He made of he one of Rashford's issues has been his nerves slash inability to drive forward. I think, and I think part of that is him being worried about getting injured again. I definitely think there's a mentality part about like not wanting to sort of go for things too much. And because he might, I think it was his back that got injured before. Um, that might happen again, but he was driving. It was like two occasions, maybe where he didn't have the ball that much, really, when he was when he was brought on. But uh, a couple of chances he could have possibly scored. There was a bit where Alanga sort of accidentally fouled him. I thought he was actually going to score, and then there was a the part that I mentioned earlier where Alanga could have played it into him, but he didn't manage to. Rashford could have scored from there as well. Um. But I thought Rashford was pretty decent when he came on. I think you got. I think you've got to continue to use Rashford in that way, um, as just bring him on later in the game. I think. I think that's what you got to do between now and the end of the season. Um, yeah. So, uh, and Tellez. I don't have much to say about Tellez specifically. I thought it was all right. Lost the ball a few times. So, but then you notice I've said that about a lot of players today. So. <laughs> Ah dear, um, yeah. I'm just looking at this. I'm just looking at this bench, and it's like Henderson's got to go, Jones has got to go, Lindelof's got to go, uh, Lingard's got to go, Matter's got to go, Matic has got to go, Wambasaka's got to go. So out of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, out of nine players, eight of them should be leaving the club. So, although Lindelof could be a, maybe a decent squad player, I don't know. So, yeah. Anyway, that's it from me um, for the moment. Uh, actually, it's not because I need to le- need to read out the league table. So, just in case any of you don't know where we're at, uh, let's forget about the top three for a minute. We're not getting anywhere near that. Uh, let's go from Arsenal. So, Arsenal have played twenty eight games. They've got some games in hand. They've got two games in hand. So, Arsenal twenty eight games, fifty four points. Uh, Tottenham played 29 games, so a game more than them, but they are on 51 points. Uh, We're on the same points, which is 51. We had 50 before this game, and we've played 30 games. Uh, Wolves, who have played 31, because they did play today. I don't know if they won. Uh, Let me just check. Uh, Yeah, Wolves did win today. Um, They're on 49 points, um, and they've played a game more than us. So we've got a game in hand over them. And then West Ham, who are down to 8th, they're on th- uh, 48 points. So still only a couple behind us. And they've played the same amount of games as us as 30. Um, Leicester are the next team down at 9th. They're on 37, so they're a bit further behind. Um, so we are still in debt. You know, if Wolves, West Ham put a good run together. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know what's going to happen. Like... Sure, Arsenal and Tottenham could fall apart rest of the season. We've still got to play Arsenal, I think. Um, we've still got to play Liverpool at some point. Goodness me. Uh, I think we've played Wolves and West Ham twice. I'm not entirely sure, but I know we've played Tottenham twice. We've got Arsenal to play one more time. I think we've got Chelsea to play one more time as well, but Chelsea are a bit further away from us. Uh, further away uh, than that. Um... So, so let, let me conclude on this last point. Do I think that we'll get top four? Not not in this current form. No. Because we're already behind. 
the other teams. Like Tottenham have got a game in hand. So they could go three points clear of us. We're already not in the top four. We are sixth at the moment. Arsenal's the one to really watch out for. Because I mean. I would say probably we're not going to get top four. But if we beat Arsenal. that That's like the next. Uh, you know. Because I was saying about being mentally checked out of the season. And, and that sort of thing. Because we've got no trophies. Uh, and it's a fight for the top four. That Arsenal game is like a cup final. Now. Where. Because um, yeah. If we beat them. If we beat them. We'll be level with them on points. But they'll still have. Two games in hand. Because if we. And they play obviously. Then we. Played a game more. Played another game. But they've got two games in hand. And they're on the same points. Um, And the sad part is even if we do beat them they've still got one game in hand um, which even if they draw that they'd still be a point in front of us um, Tottenham have got one in hand they're on the same point so it, it, it is quite close and I don't want to be like hey season's finished done everyone go home but um, we we can get it I don't think we the, on this if we play like this until the end of the season we're not going to get it um, but the Arsenal game is the key one. Um, I'm not sure how many games there is between now and that one. I think we've got Everton next week. Um, but at the moment, no. I don't think that we're going to. Um, which I, I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just trying to be realistic. I don't want to be like, yeah, we're definitely going to get it. Everyone get everyone get excited for top four. Um, yeah. It, it, it's, it's weird because it depends on the, the FA Cup and who wins the league. And who wins the Champions League. Because I think Chelsea, Man City and Liverpool are all still in the Champions League, aren't they? Because um, depending on how that stuff goes. Mm, depending on how that goes. We might want to end up finishing lower. To avoid the Conference League. Because I don't re I mean, Europa League. Fine. Um, like if you were to say to me right now, you can ever Europa League or no European football, I'd take Europa League. If you were to say to me, do you want Conference League or no European football? I'd say no European football because I I just don't want Man United to be in the Conference League. That's just that's just a a whole different thing that we don't want to deal with. Um, so if it gets to a certain point, it it would almost be better for us to finish lower so that we just avoid Europe completely and then just, <laughs> which wouldn't be great, but. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. So, there's still, you know, plenty to analyse and talk about. And, you know, instead of me just being like, hey, I'm not going to podcast on the next eight episodes. I'll see you all next season. Um, there's still stuff to take a look at and see what's going on. Um, see what the teams are going to be and that sort of thing. So, yeah. Anyway, um, what are your thoughts, feelings, questions, comments? What did you think of the players today? Um, what did you think of um, yeah, how the result went? What did you think of the two controversial moments, which is McTominay's yellow card and uh, their disallowed goal? Uh, what do you think of my comment about um, us conceding goals from crosses, that kind of thing? Uh, do you think that we're going to get top four? If you do, cool, great. Um, we still could, certainly. Um, and would you take European football or no? Uh, sorry, would you take Conference League or no European football? Which one would you choose between um, if that's a hypothetical option? 
Uh, let me know all those thoughts, feelings, questions, comments that you've got. Uh, Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter eTalk UK, there's a contact page and information in your, in your show notes. Also in your show notes, uh, on the website version of the episode, you'll find a big email box. You can put your information into there and send us a message about um, the same stuff. There's also a clickable email name in the show notes that you can use as well. Um, in the meantime, excuse me, in the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on EntertainmentTalk.org. Uh, TV, video games, films, and Manchester United podcasts. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if we have got any midweek games, or if it's just because we're in April now. The season ends in May, so you could squeeze in eight games, I suppose. But we'll see. Uh, there's no midweek game next week, I don't think. Let me just very quickly check. Um, Tuesday. No, there's no Premier League football on Tuesday. Wednesday, Premier League. No, it's Burnley Everton. At least Donny will be playing. Um, remember Donny van der Beek? Uh, Saturday. Stupid thing. Saturday Premier League. Ah, we got the early kickoff against Everton. Um, is Donny allowed to play in that game? I'm not actually sure because I know being cup tied, you can't play in a cup competition. I'm actually not sure how that works in the Premier League, but um, yeah. So Arsenal have got Brighton and Tottenham have got Villa. We've got. Everton, 12.30 uh, next Saturday. So that's the next game. So I'll be back for that one next week. Um, so in the meantime, you can find everything else that we're doing. EntertainmentTalk.org, podcast platforms, Entertainment Talk. Keep your eyes out on all that. TV games, films, Manchester United podcasts. Uh, if you like what you've heard today and you want to support more of what we're doing here, you can um, either listen to more episodes that we've got on the platforms I just mentioned. You can also tell other people about what we're doing and where they can find the content. Um, you can either just tell them word of mouth, that sort of thing. Um, you can also use social media, you know, those different platforms. Um, share the podcast around over there. Uh, you can also use Patreon, $1, $3 level tiers, add free podcast review options. Take a look at that as well if you'd like to. Um, so that's how you can support Entertainment Talk. If you want to check out geektown.co.uk and Geektown Radio for your TV and your film news, David's got you covered over there. Um, geektown.co.uk and Geektown Radio those episodes come out on Tuesdays so look out for those uh, if you want some fun stuff over on Twitch uh, Bex is streaming pretty much daily uh, Monday she's doing Tomb Raider she does some charity streams that kind of stuff you can find all her stuff over there uh, Trista B-Y-T-E-S go and give her a follow over there um, you can follow me on Twitch as well I'm going to be reorganising my schedule so just give Entertainment Talk a follow or eTalk UK on Twitch a follow and I'll have that sorted out soon um, I just need to figure out again. I'm going to change the stream schedule because it wasn't really quite working. So, anyway, look out for that. Twitch, eTalk UK. If you've missed any of the other streams, however, um, you can find those archived on our YouTube channel, which is Entertainment Talk Plays. You can also find the COD clips and other video game clips and that sort of thing. So, check all that out. Entertainment Talk Plays. Thanks very much for listening. Uh, see you tomorrow for Gaming Talk and then anything else that we've got. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you next time. Goodbye.